0: Ahoy Voyagers, Mark here with a quick apology to my lovely wife. You did exactly what I asked. Thank you. Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer Tastic Voyage. My name is Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And we are here today to drink beers from West Hampton Beach Brewing Company, the new establishment out, uh, I think it's by the airport, right? Yeah, out by right. Gabreski? yeah it's on the, uh, I think technically the airport property. Yeah. I didn't know if it was, is it in that like weird little uh, shopping village before yeah. the airport? Yeah, just
0: north of the airport. Yeah, one hundred uh, and five. I say before because it's closer no, to the highway, so therefore it occurs what is that? before it. Fifty-one. No,
1: doesn't really. I matter. forget <laughs> the only highway that goes. Past, the only road that goes past Kapreski Airport. Yes. Well, yes, welcome to
2: the de- welcome to our new show, uh, Map Logistics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Mark, you had your lovely wife pick these up for us because she works out in that neck of the woods, correct?
0: That is correct. Uh, she, my lovely wife was uh, a. Uh, willing beer meal for us on friday
1: excellent
0: <laughs> uh you know after the a- after <laughs> emailing the uh info address on tuesday inquiring whether or not we could get fills on 32-ounce growlers because i only saw pricing for 64-ounce growlers yes and not getting a response i messaged them on facebook on friday and got a pretty quick response so. okay right so yeah and they said, oh, yeah, no problem. We'll adjust their price accordingly. And according to my wife, uh, number one, their minds were blown by these growlers because apparently they've never seen, like, the mini growlers before. Really? Yeah. It takes a while to get out that far, I guess. I don't know. A- Amy was like, I put them down on the bar, and all, everybody was looking at them like, whoa. She should
2: have told them we had one of those Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, like, uh, laser beam. laser rays, and that's how we did it. But uh, Wait, th- are you hiding Rick Moranis in your basement, too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why nobody's seen them. Exactly.
0: Um, in addition to that, though, uh, they apparently didn't, in their POS system, didn't have, like, anything for the 32-ounce growlers. So they had to charge her for, like, a 64-ounce growler and then manually adjust the price down by 50%. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> in, order to, in order to charge her for them. so There you go. Whatever, they worked it out. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Uh, but anyway... The brewery itself was uh, founded in 2016 by Brian Skip and John Salvaggio, who are like longtime buddies and former partners and other ventures. And uh, they were joined by Kathleen Tedesco, who is uh, another veteran Long Island business person who, uh, from some previous time, was in you know new dave tedesco who is right. the uh former head brewer at john harvard's right and that's how I,
1: yeah and that's how i knew about the place getting started because i had a i'd followed uh dave and i was like
0: oh that's
2: exciting yeah one of our favorite places
0: so they they i don't remember if it was kickstarter or indiegogo but they did the crowdfunding campaign and so forth and they opened up their doors what i think back in may or was it june earlier i want to say it was june year. i
1: don't think i don't think they i think it was the summer like the start of the summer that they yeah. opened up
0: so they they've only been open for a little while they're still um sticking to some like straight forward and keeping the selection right uh pared down i guess you could say mm-hmm. while they're still settling in over there right I know. I remember reading the uh, the press release when it first came out, but you know, I,
1: it was specifically stated that they weren't just going to be John Harvard's East, right? Which, you know, some of the beers, some of the beers that he used to make there, are, you know, I can take or leave, you know, and some that I really like. So I'm
2: hoping that a few of the ones that I really like come back.
0: I would like to see the Chupacabra come back.
2: I, yeah, I wasn't familiar enough with any of their specific beers. I had easily had all of them. Um, But at the time I was drinking them, I didn't have enough uh, knowledge to know what the hell was going on. They used to make
1: an Irish stout, like a a dry stout there that I thought was particularly awesome. And so the beers we have from them today are a blonde, a stout, and a copper ale, correct? Correct. And we're going to start off with the blonde ale. What's the details on the blonde here?
0: Uh, I don't have much of anything actually now that i think about it because i asked my wife to take a picture of the menu or the board and she did neither ah uh, let me she see took, if i can social media one of she, those she took pictures of like the space but okay. uh i don't even yeah i don't even have the abv all right well, let's see if i let's see what we can do in well in well, meantime, ju- meantime
2: well, you guys do well some, justin uh, googles it we're gonna look
1: at it i mean good
0: luck because i tried to do that myself as well and i didn't come up with much
1: well it's got a nice light yellow color yeah it's to a it. nice
0: golden color
1: clear can see through it i mean i think it's a little bit of a chill haze more than anything else on it you know i don't think it's that
0: yeah well i mean the the beer fridge is said pretty cold at the moment so right
1: but no it looks like a nice tasty beer um i'm assuming because it was in the little growler that we lost a little bit on the carbonation yeah um otherwise i'm sure it would be a
0: bit frothier on top but it has a a nice uh, grainy sweet aroma to it yeah it um it
1: smells very much like your common blonde ale. Aww. Taking the first sip, kind of, I immediately get um, light bready notes. Yeah, you know, it's um, no caramel to speak, of, no caramel to speak of, just no toastiness to speak of, just very yeah, much. Yeah, it's white bread. Yeah, it's it's the crust of white bread. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, it's actually a really good way of
1: putting it. It has yeah. that uh, like it's slightly more cooked than regular white bread. <laughs> it's the crust of white bread.
2: Yeah, it's toasty. There's a little, little toast action to it. It's really clean. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has
0: a nice crisp finish. Yeah, because it's a little on the sweet side, but it
2: does. Uh, it finishes pretty dry, which makes me want to go back for the next sip. Yeah, it has a, a, a nice cleaning bitterness. at yeah. the end. I mean, it's not my my favorite style of beer, but this is really well done.
1: I think this is a. You know, a good barbecue, or you know, like good uh, burgers and beers, kind of beer to have. You know, we're gonna have burgers, we're gonna have some brats. This is gonna be clean enough to clean off, clean it off, and keep you drinking more and still make you feel hydrated. Yes, I'm liking it. I'm
2: liking it.
0: Yeah, it is nice. They also have a, a, a sh- strawberry variant of this on tap at the moment. Okay. I think that would be pretty killer.
2: A little bit of the additional uh, sweetness slash tartness from the strawberries.
0: Yeah, Amy said she had a tasting of it while she was there, and she enjoyed it. But I figured we'd better off
2: start with the base. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. That's the, that's a good idea. So I, hope, you... they do, they, I hope they do do some uh, some more of that, especially if they do stick to sort of how John Harbers did, have some more of the the, the more base styles, yeah. be able to like fruit some of them, or just take a little bit and do something a little mm. extra with them. It would be a neat yeah. thing to do, especially out there. Yes, when you have the
1: access to some of the more local fr- uh, produce, even faster. Not that you know where they were, you know, with the jo- which on Harvard's it was, a, you know, a corporate uh, restaurant. Like right, you, right. You weren't going to have this quite the same flexibility. Even though we there was a lot of flexibility in what they were doing, just not quite the same. You know, just limited space.
2: Right. and The other part of it is the uh, the idea that you have to have the food part of it too. Yeah. So you, you know you got to try to keep everything together. Mm-hmm. Um. I think this is really tasty.
1: Do you guys um I wish it was a little bit carbonate, more carbonated. I think that would really add to the experience for it.
2: Yeah, I mean again, so that's the 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 danger with having a, a growler. Um and it's only a day old, so it's not it's not like it's going to yeah. lose that much, but it's you know, it is what it is. It's still a fantastic uh, blonde. It's a pint for me because it's just not my personal favorite style of beer. Yeah. Um but I do agree that it is pr- probably one of the better um versions of one of these i've had yeah i think i'm gonna um second you on the pint um
1: this would be a great beer for me to have with a meal yeah i just want to have a beer to just clean off whatever i'm eating like i would go with this no questions be happy about it
0: i'm i'm gonna go a little higher and give it a, a bomber uh i just i think it is really refreshing and i could easily drink two of these and excuse me while I throw this back. Yeah. <laughs> go, Mark's going to go all muppet on it. and <laughs> um, <laughs> Wow. It's really hard to. Were you
1: able to find anything from them?
2: No. Uh, I wasn't able to find the board, but it, it's on Untapped. But whoever put it on Untapped did a real shit job and didn't uh, list the ABV on it. There's um, also a bunch of shit on Untapped that is listed as like West Hampton Beach Brewery,
0: and that's not the name of the place. So. Yeah, I like I said, I I tried to find it myself and I uh, I didn't find anything that I thought was reputable. I think it's a uh, untapped
1: is good in theory, but I think poor in execution. Just because you're asking for
2: user-generated content from people that have been drinking consistently, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not even just that. It's um, my problem is that the you're able to enter your own beer. Like I don't think you should be able to do that. Well uh, like, 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 like meaning you know Like you could forget, enter you, one of your home brews on well, it like? Well, you definitely can and I don't have that much of a problem with that. Right. But meaning like when a brewery releases a beer, like uh, if It's up to a user to be the first person to enter it. So you end up sometimes with four or five entries for one beer because, like you said, someone's drunk and they couldn't find it because they were hammered. They just make another one. Yeah. And then it gets a little annoying. Like, for instance, I I was able to find West Hampton Beach Brewing Company. The only beer listed on Untapped is the North Shore Strawberry Blonde. And it's at 4% ABV and 17 IBUs. All right. so
1: I think we can assume that it's probably pretty close to that in the four percent range.
2: yeah, I would say it's the. It, it couldn't be too too far off the the base one. I don't think strawberries is going to add that much fermentable sugar, depending on when they add
0: yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's definitely. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's
1: okay. I gotta knock this back. I'm gonna pass it over to Justin. Let him. Uh, it's, his first.
2: it's definitely a sessionable beer. Yeah, the uh, I really am a am big fan of the 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 bitter finish there, which is again, strange for anybody who listens to us all the time because I don't like bitter things at all, but without that bitter finish, it would, be, it would actually be fairly sweet. No,
1: I think it's a good level of bitterness on the, on the finish there. It acts to be cleansing and not to be to the point where it Pretty. kicks you back, where it's, where it's attacking you.
2: I just poured out the, uh, the copper uh, ale, which is basically an amber ale, and it, uh, this one's not going to have any issues with carbonation. It had a beautiful uh, like off-white head on it, and uh, it's, it sure is amber. It's a pretty damn pretty beer. Yeah, it's definitely
1: it's almost the color of the the glass that it's coming out of. Right. But yeah, definitely carbonation is much better on this one.
2: Yeah, the uh, this one has a really nice caramel sweetness on the nose. A nice, better yeah. seal
1: on the cap, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's got a a nice caramel
0: aroma, on the nose, and I can also smell the hops. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now this is this is I'm excited about this. I haven't tried it yet. Mm.
0: Definitely like a.
2: Probably like noble, spicy hops is what I'm getting. Like a Saz. Yeah. And it's on the flavor of the same thing. You're getting, uh, kind of starts out with a really nice, very light um, caramel notes, and then um, it uh, it transitions right to that, that spice note from the hop.
0: Yeah, this is really smooth. Oh I, I expected a more
2: pronounced bitterness. Yeah, they got a great aroma on it, and they were able to really tame the uh, the hop bitterness and, and, and balance it with the sweetness. Yeah, I think sometimes when you think of uh,
1: copper ales or red ales, that you you expect something that have a little bit more of that. Uh, yeah, that hot expe- bite yeah, to I'm it. Yeah, I'm expecting. Um, you know, the comm- most a darker colored pale ale. Yeah, I, I think the most commercial example I can think of is always the uh, the Killian's Irish Red. Right. You know, is it's just much sharper than this. This one is really nice. It's very smooth. Um, but I don't. It's. Yeah, I think the spi- the spiciness that you're talking about, I agree, is the. Uh, that like nobly spiciness it's not spicy like uh baking spices or anything no, like that no no yeah you know but uh i feel like you could almost take this as a base and then start to make some seasonal adjustments to it if you wanted to
2: easily it has yeah. a really great body to the beer too Yeah. Um, it's uh it's not like a heavy a heavy beer by any stretch but the uh, the weight of the beer is uh very complementary to the um uh, both the the sweetness and the spice
1: yeah um I'd be. I want to warm it up a little bit mm. and kind of see how that how this uh, changes up for it. But
2: I bet the caramel notes would 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 come would, through more. It be, right? It would be a lot stronger.
1: You know, I feel like this is one of those ones that you could just you could be sitting around and have these for a while. Yeah, and we, we don't know any details on this one either. I, I got serious. nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, it certainly doesn't taste hot for any, in that sense. I mean, I'm going to say that the ABV is probably pretty low on it as
0: well. Yeah,
2: I would say six or less. Um, yeah, I'm going to, uh, give it a, the old college try here, but, um,
1: yeah, warming it up a little bit. The, the caramel definitely comes through a little bit more.
2: Yeah. That's, that's pretty standard for the style. I'm, I'm really happy with the, the hop level on it though. A lot of times when you get an Amber Ale, the the hop is going to be, like you said, the hop is going to be much more mm-hmm. pronounced. Um, and style wise, it might even be supposed to be, but I like this better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> No, I I like this a lot and I'm gonna go with a um I'm gonna go with a bomber on this one. I wanna drink these. I think they're you could use it as a great base style to start off to make some seasonal adjustments for it to make something a little more crazy. But just for regular drinking I'd be happy with this at two and enjoy it.
2: Yeah, I was able to find it on Untapped. It's uh five point zero two percent ABV. I' gonna guess the guy just meant five percent, okay, and twenty IBUs. Yeah, that sounds kind of what lo- we were. Believable, expecting. yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, again, it might it might not be correct because you know whoever put this in here was shit faced, but <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it, it seems pretty accurate. Um, I'm also gonna go with a bomber. It's really really well done. Um, you know, you, I could definitely drink more of it, but I'm probably going to move on to a different uh, a different flavor after two.
0: I'm going to go down to a pint on this one just because I think it's a little sweet for me. And I don't know that I'm going to want a second glass after the first.
2: But it is still pleasantly surprising. Really well done beer. Another one that's clean and and just very much to style and what you would expect to get, which is not always the most exciting thing. Like when you want to go for a crazy beer, but when you want something that's really, you know, really reliable and um i imagine once the uh once they're they they know their reliability factor is very high they'll mm-hmm. probably venture out a little bit more
1: yeah you, i think you want it you even though i feel like some of the breweries that have started recently aren't necessarily holding hard to that let's make a flagship beer and then go nuts yeah um i think you still need to be able to to consistently produce a few beers that are gonna pay the bills first. Oh, without, without that, a doubt, that'll help you pay the bills, and then you can get a little bit more creative.
2: Get used to the system. Know how you know what, yeah. know what kind of uh, bitterness you're gonna pull off yeah. a hops.
1: Here's something. Else. Here's something that I've dialed in really well that I, I know I can manufacture the same way, a dozen times, and okay, now I can start to experiment with it a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I always think of uh, Paul's crazy old system, at Brickhouse, and how he's like, yeah, it's just it's completely
0: different. Yeah, and, and like I, the learning curve and all that the, must all have been the, really crazy. Yeah, and all the things that he does to to make it work. Yeah, yeah, you know, having, like I, sacrificing forty
1: virgins, <laughs> you know, and all the other kind of weird things he has to do.
2: Yeah, when I was there for the brew day, it is it's a really amazing. Him and and, Bull, and uh, Brian, both of them, just like knowing exactly when to pull a lever. Yeah. like it just it was like a Willy Wonka chocolate factory <laughs> moment. Like they're running around. Yeah, it's like, like, it's,
1: <laughs> it's like when Biff, oh, he's the only one that can start that car. You know, right. like that's what it is. <laughs>
0: But, and, uh, so, so much of his brew day is, like, him looking inside the mash or inside the boil kettle with a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, that's, like,
2: half the social media posts. <laughs> Paul, flashlight again.
1: <laughs> I, I just want him to have, like, the headlamp. I'm just picturing Paul with a headlamp on right now. We should just right drop now. a headlamp No,
2: off.
0: it's like the big, uh, you know, police issue maglite. Yeah,
1: no, I'm just picturing him, though, with a, with a headlamp on now. and just sticking his head
2: <laughs> You know what I gotta give him? I gotta give him one of my father's old, um uh, conductors, like, train lamps, <laughs> like the gas ones, and so you just use that. <laughs> Old-timey train lamp. Yeah. And we poured out the, uh, the, uh, the Irish stout. Eyes. Yeah, this is, you said
0: the Irish Dry Stout, right? No, it's, uh, Cream Stout. Oh, the, yeah, Milk or Stout. Or they yeah. call it, it's Irish Eyes Cream Stout, which would, I assume, is a Milk Stout. Ooh. Damn, it smells good. I wonder, this, I'm wondering if this is the Irish Stout that he used to make at, uh, Mm, I don't think so. I get a lot of like milk chocolate. Oh yeah, mm, on the aroma like, it's here,
1: like all milk chocolate. Oh, I haven't even yeah, it tried is. it. Yet. When I first poured Oof. it
0: out, the the most prominent aroma I got was uh, roast, but now now I just get milk chocolate. Yeah. Just to finish
1: off the um, my thoughts on the on the copper um, from before, Mark, you said that you think it's a little too sweet to go for that second glass. Yeah. I think it's just sweet enough that it's going to sucker me in for that second glass and be like, "Yeah, I just want a little bit more of that." Like it's just on that line for me. I just, I just, I, no, it it, I just thought it was funny that it was the exact quality that you were like, "Oh, eh, I'm going to limit it. Up, it's going to limit me a little bit," and I'm like, no, that's going to sucker me in just <laughs> yeah. a little bit more."
2: That's exactly where. That's exactly where I was. It, um, it's it's not good, but point. it's not. It's not. No, it's yeah. It's I understand.
1: Just I, we're on the same page. We both really like it. I just think it's. I think it's funny that the exact quality that's making you go, yeah, let me pump the brakes for a second. is the same thing that's making me go, oh, dude, come on, man.
2: See, what's interesting is it's definitely a personality thing because both you and I, when we're presented with a bowl of M and M's, we will continuously eat them for the most part. I mean, yeah. we'll try. You'll restrain yourself far more than I will, but it's we're gonna. It's gonna be hard for both of us to stop eating them. Where Mark can have a bag of M and M's for six months, have one or two like a week. And then just sort of be okay with it. Because you, you don't strive for sweetness. I try to fill my entire heart with sweetness, and you're somewhere in the middle.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why they make resealable bags for M&M's. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> well,
2: they don't fucking go bad anyway. You leave that bag open. I mean, it's he's got, he's got that candy shell protecting it. I've been working off that Your same bag of peanut butter m and M since Christmas. <laughs> I know. This is precisely what I'm referring to. Um, yeah, this Love that scene
1: in Tommy, in Tommy Boy. Yes, <laughs> it's okay. They have a thin candy shell. Your brain has a thin candy shell, Tommy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, <laughs> when you smell this, if you don't know it's a milk stout, you're pretty. You're, you know, <laughs> your your nose is dead. It, you definitely get a very sweet, um, uh, dairy smell from it. It's almost like an ice cream like smell. Yeah, and uh, I it
0: it is a really tasty beer.
2: Yeah. What's interesting to me is this is, uh, I mean, obviously, as the name would suggest, it's very sweet now on Milk Stout. It is is really sweet, but there's just enough of either hops or or roast to balance it it at the end. But I can't, I don't get, I can't identify which of those things it is. I pretty much just get a really smooth, like, very light chocolate milk situation. Um, It's very, it's very
1: sweet in the yeah. in not in a syrupy kind of sweetness but there is very much that um, lactose sugar yeah really present in here um, tastes almost kind of, uh, like sweetened condensed milk yeah like you guys ever have that like in your mix like you know and you try Turkish little, coffee this morning yeah you have just a little bit of that and you're like oh yeah that's that's what i wanted there um, that being said i almost want a little bit more and you, Justin, you kind of mentioned it. it. has those balancing hops at the end. I almost wish they'd balanced it out a little bit more.
0: I can agree with that. Or maybe just reduce the lactose a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think just cut down the lacto- lactose, lactose, lactose a little bit. and Or maybe bring up, crank up those hops just a tiny bit on the back end. Almost to create that effect that I love so much of when you go, oh, okay, I'm now experiencing a little bit of bitter, so I want to go back and get that sweet back well, on tongue. Well, that's why
0: I think, like, just reducing the lactose a little bit would work well because the the bitterness slash astringency kind of hangs around for a little while yeah. after the sip and increasing that I think is going to go in the wrong way, so I would rather reduce the sweetness a little bit. Okay, so let's play a game. Yahtzee.
2: Omaha. Blue, 42. Set Hike. Sorry, I had to just follow along with everything. Um, banana. <laughs> thank you, uh, John Gruden. Um... What what's the ABV of this beer? Take a guess. Four two.
1: I think it's going to be that it's a stout is going to be shockingly low. I think it's going to be three eight.
2: It is eight point nine percent. No
1: fucking way. <laughs> no fucking way. I
0: yeah, I don't believe that.
2: I found three different three different entries that all, that all say the same thing. So wow,
1: if that's the case. This is super dangerous.
2: It also could explain <laughs> some of the sweetness because you are going to get an, an additional sweetness from the alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. yeah.
1: If that's the case, then this is the be- then this is the kind of beer that would just accidentally like put you like. This is the one where you're
0: like, oh, that was really good. I'll have another one, and then halfway through that second glass, you're like, I'm fucking hammered. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah you're like, what? it, it would have been Why? like it would have been one me? of those
1: ones where I handed someone else the keys and be like, yeah, you're driving me home. I can't do this all of a sudden. And then that
2: person's like, wait, I had three of those.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we're here forever yeah. now. Let's go we're next
2: just, door to the 7-Eleven to get donuts. We live here now.
1: <laughs> yes. This is, where, this is where we live. So this is where we stay. I'm
2: assuming that the, there's some text on here from Untapped, and since there were similar entries, I'm assuming that the text came from the board or from the menu. And it says, this sweet milk stout, black in color, made with lactose, that adds uh, both body and sweetness. The chocolate malt, named so for color, not flavor, gives a um, rotted texture. That helps balance the sweetness. Inspired by the Irish Car Bomb shot, without without the mess. Yeah, it is okay. a delicious blend of classic stout and the flavor of Irish cream. Okay,
1: that they just said that. That's absolutely right. Um, Justin, I know you've put a couple. Mark, you've had a few of those with I've, me too. I know. I've I put uh, a bunch of those back. Uh,
0: anyway. Yeah, a couple.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, it definitely hits that. Um, that kind of combination. For anyone that may not know. Um, an Irish Carbomb drink you usually pour a shot which is arguably some combination of Irish cream and Irish whiskey dump it into your pint of stout and then slam the whole thing back before it all curdles Right. Um, and it creates a very chocolate shake, chocolate milk kind of feeling to it Um, but the whiskey sweetness is there and the Irish cream sweetness is there and putting those words to it really like light bulb thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If that's what you were going for, you 100% hit that out of the park with it. As this is
0: warming up too, I'm definitely getting some warmth from the alcohol from it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, I will believe that now at this point, I didn't notice that, uh, on yeah, the initial you pour. Kind of a little more of that whiskey feel to
1: it. Yeah. Which after you drink that you the, drink and your stomach the, is done jersey warming in my throat. I, yeah. I'm,
2: I'm getting the butterflies right now. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the oh, oh I do believe I have the vapors. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much exactly how I feel right now. I'm like, damn dude. And an interesting note, um I usually I put no stock in online ratings for most anything. Yeah. Especially like untapped and beer related shit. Yeah. So, but but there are uh, about fifty entries for this particular beer, yeah. and the average rating is like a four point two four. So obviously, every everyone who drinks this loves this beer.
1: Yeah, I definitely see it being enjoyable, and um, I feel like this was a really good flight that we did, progression wise. Mm. And this is, I feel like this is the one that you know whatever else we threw in the middle for a fourth beer, but like. When we, if we were at the brewery and we got to this one, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to get a pint of this one afterwards. And then, oh, wow, I drank more than I should have again. <laughs>
0: you know, like, it's it's really hey, like, tasty. Can we get some food? Oh, fuck, we're in the middle
2: of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Can we get some food? No, the whole town doesn't let us have food trucks. They yeah. don't even exist here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we get some MREs from the base next door? Come on, right. anything. Exactly. Just give
2: me anything. Did peanuts fall off a cr- for plane? Yeah, something. Um...
1: I'm really happy with this, and for me, this one is probably going to be a bomber again. Um, the sweetness of it will probably prevent me from going to a growler on it, but um, I've said it a few times before. But this is one of those beers that, on a certain night, I might drink more than I should have on this one
2: and really enjoy it. Yeah, this could get you into trouble. It's going to be a bomber for me as well. For the sweetness, even for my sweet tooth, yeah, having any more than that is going to be going to really be overwhelming on my palate but again all three of these beers were insanely well made like there's nothing in, even remotely wrong with any them. yeah no uh,
0: and i'm gonna make it a hat trick on this one and give it a bomber as well uh i'm gonna save that bomber for you know the right <laughs> occasion but yeah. you know it's gonna be like oh all right yeah you know it's almost got a little lo- as Time I just to treat myself. I just finished. Treat yourself. I just finished the the sample
1: that I poured out, and I almost got a little like marshmallowy, kind of feel to it too at the yeah. end. Of, at the end of it, it does have a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, this this was a really good sampling, and I'm really excited to get out there now and, and try a couple more of their beers.
2: I mean, the pictures of the the tasting room itself looks they look really. Yeah, fucking it looks cool. like they
1: have a nice, really wide open space there. Yeah. Um, you know they've got a little bit of like a surfer theme going on but you know anything on the beach has got to have a surf theme
2: their website even has uh links to like surf cams, so you okay. can check out the waves at different beaches and shit really yeah, yeah.
1: okay surfing is one of those things that like i kind of want to try in my life not necessarily like pipeline surfing because that terrifies me but surfing you can legitimately do on like chill waves like endless summer kind of just cruising waves and you can be a fat guy and it's perfectly cool for you to surf still
2: yeah but you have to wear the wetsuit um because uh, if you take your shirt off everyone's always like what the fuck is wrong with that guy only on the east coast man well yeah i'm sure about being fat yeah
1: no but no i think on the west coast you could get away with being you could oh really yeah man i just gotta move come on i about not diet i just
2: have to move that's yeah just, you just gotta, yeah. you gotta move yeah. tan
1: it up a little bit oh, and then you'll be all right that's you know? a good
2: point Yeah, see, surfing freaks me out in particular around here because of how much shark fishing I did growing up and working on boats to like like shark tournaments. Yeah, and just the epic number of sharks that we caught, like not far from beaches and shit. I know that it's considering recently. Yeah, Yeah, obviously, people don't get. You know, bit all that often. It's like a rare occasion. But again, me in a wetsuit, I feel like they're like, that's the biggest fucking seal I've ever seen here. And they're just going to like, it's going to be like that Air Jaws show on Discovery Channel. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: How did I get to South Africa?
1: (laughs) What happened here? Um, Well, thankfully, this brewery is much closer than South Africa. And even though it still may feel like it's quite a trek to get out to it, I think it's going to be worth the trip out there. And I'm looking forward to doing it soon. Yeah. Definitely. you guys have uh, anything else? Is there any uh, outside news
2: or notes we need to discuss? No, I mean, I think we've talked about the beers that we're doing for Cla- Craft Classic before, but we'll yeah. remind everybody they can uh, come out to uh, Hexer State Park on uh, August 11th for the Craft Classic. And the, the homebrew clubs will be pouring as well, along with, you know, your your... Forty, at least forty, some odd breweries. Yeah, an enormous yeah. cast of both local and and um, you know national level breweries. It's a really fun day. Yeah, I mean, and if you do happen to come down, look for uh, the Wild and Beer Malt Enthusiast tent. Mark yeah. and I will both be there, and uh, you I can stop by. Be, and I hi. will not
1: be there this year, but yeah. I'll be there in spirit.
2: Indeed, you will. We'll drink for you.
1: Oh, I'll be having plenty of drinks. I just won't <laughs> be drinking there. <laughs>
0: um, can I have your mac and cheese? Uh,
2: probably that way you won't can have actually any.
1: get some mac and cheese. Yeah, sure. All right. I think that's about it. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.
2: If you
0: enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com. On Facebook at www.facebook.com beertasticvoyage And Twitter and Instagram at Beertastic Show or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.